Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to the end of a wonderful 2019. I mean, this is the last show that we're doing for for 2019. It actually is also the um, uh, the last show of the first year on air. And uh, yeah, we started January 3rd of 2019, and and uh, we have we have had shows on every week, uh, you know, since that time. So there are <laughs> there are a lot of great shows out there that. Uh, uh, that you can still go listen to, and we're going to talk a little bit about that as we uh, as we go through the show today. I hope everybody has had a wonderful holiday season. I can tell you that uh, that my Christmas Day was very special. Um, uh, it you know that's a time for for families to get together, and and uh, I was very fortunate to uh, uh, to have my mother and uh, my brother and and sister in law, my wife and my in laws. Unfortunately, the kids um, you know are not. Uh, not right on top of us, and uh, you know, and uh, we'll be seeing them um, as as many families have to. You know, it's tough when your uh, uh, when your family doesn't live right next to you. You know, it. Uh, you know, when people have to travel, and my gosh, there's been a lot of traveling here lately. I uh, I actually live about six miles from Interstate 95, and and I can tell you that as one busy highway, um, especially this week, uh, it can be a little bit crazy. But I am. Um, uh, I'm kind of going solo this week, uh, you know, in um, in in honor of the holiday. I, I didn't want to uh, disturb anyone to be a guest on the show, but we've got a lot of things to talk about. You know, I've had some guys that over the the past year said, Marty, why don't uh, why don't you just do a show yourself? You know, you've got a lot of things you can talk about, and and I think that I do. Um, uh, we're we're going to going to do a few things here. We're going to. Uh, uh, kind of do a recap of uh, what we've had in 2019. Uh, I know that uh, uh, it's not always possible for for folks to listen to each and every show, although, you know, <clears throat> there's opportunity uh, certainly to do that because of the way that uh, that we have everything archived. And we'll talk about those things here in a little bit. And uh, and we're and we're going to. Um, we're going to talk about upcoming events. We're going to talk about what's going on in our wing and clay world these days, the industry. And we're going to spend some time talking about, you know, my ideas of where I think wing and clay shooting lie in today's world. You know, it's changed a lot from when I was a little, little boy. And um, so we're going to get started on that here in just a moment. But first, I want to make sure everybody realizes and remembers, if you've been listening to this show, you know that the first segment of my show every week is brought to you by my good friends at the Crushable Vault. You know, um, this company has been a terrific sponsor partner, and boy, what a great product they have. You know, I, I, um, I can only imagine how many, how many shotguns and flats of ammunition have been stored in vehicles, traveling all over the place as we've done this show over this past year, and I can assure you that there are situations where some people have had some guns removed not by themselves and uh, you know i've heard about too many of those and that's where the crushable vault really shines and this is our this is a product that uh you know it's a soft 
case, uh, really, really strong zippers, and you put your gun cases in it. You've got in, interlocking cables that you can uh, can put through the the gun cases uh, where they cannot be opened by anybody but yourself. And then you can also uh, lock it with a cable, you know, in any secured point in your in the bed of your truck, in the back of your SUV, in your trunk of your car, in the back of your car or vehicle, uh, any solid locking point, uh, you know, is going to work for you. And and once once you sense those cables on there, you and only you are going to be able to take those guns out. So if you haven't had a chance to take a look at what these folks have, please go to their website, www crushablevault.com I can assure you that you are, you will like what you see they've got some really attractive products in there and uh, once you put your guns inside and zip them up and put those cables on your peace of mind is going to be very very secure because your freedom is going to be secured right now through January 2nd they've got some really really good special deals they've got some uh, $100 off coupons things like that this is the time to go to the Crushable Vault, crushablevault.com. Check them out. I'm sure you'll like what you see. Now, let's uh, let's let's kind of get started here and uh, let's talk about what's going on in, in the world right now. Uh, you know, I always do a wing and clay segment. And as we are getting ready to turn into 2020, uh, there's a lot on the calendar. Uh, probably the biggest thing coming up, and we'll be reporting on what's going on there, uh, is the SHOT Show. Now, SHOT is Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade. That's what that actually stands for. And it is a trade show only, so the general public cannot go there. However, if you ever had a chance to go there, you would be absolutely amazed at what you would see. There are right around 60,000 people that go to this convention or go to this show. And all of these folks are in some way, shape, or form tied to the hunting or shooting industry. Now, this is not archery. Archery has its own trade show. This is firearms only. Now, the one thing that they do have there, and I, and I will tell you that um, uh, they have a media day, and that's always great. I get an invitation to it, uh, and when I go, I get a chance to sample all of the new stuff, all the new guns, all the new products, all of those things that these companies are going to have on the market for 2020, and you know, especially heading into uh, the uh, the fall, you know, the 2020 hunting season. So I'll be uh, I'll be bringing you some reports on that. Uh, that particular show is January 21st to the 24th. It's held in Las Vegas every year because it, you've got to go to a place that has a gigantic meeting space. I mean, we're talking a million square feet. That is a lot of dirt to have thousands of vendors on that you can go in and see anything and everything. So that's a biggie. And we'll be talking about what's going on at SHOT Show as, as that is taking place and down the road. Um, there are some consumer shows, <clears throat> conventions, if you will, coming up that are uh, are heavily attended. The Dallas Safari Club has their convention and sporting expo. That's the 9th through the 12th in Dallas. Now, the Dallas Safari Club got so big that it kind of separated itself from Safari Club International. And uh, so it, it has a show of its own, and it is absolutely huge. And obviously, if it's lasting four days, it's got to be pretty good. So if you're in the Dallas area, do yourself a favor. I think it's at the K. Bailey Hutchinson uh, Center there, 9th through the 12th of January. 
and it's going to be, you know, quite a spectacle. Uh, a show that I've gone to quite a bit, the International Sportsman's Expo out in uh, California, of all places, in Sacramento. Now, you talk about a place that's full of waterfowl, because that part of the, of the country is waterfowl heaven, believe it or not. I mean, a lot of folks don't realize how much duck hunting goes on out in California, and especially in that Central Valley region, and that's where Sacramento is. Uh, if you can, imagine a 100-day duck season, a seven-duck limit. Now, those of us who live east of the Mississippi River are quite a bit envious of that, but uh, they've got great duck hunting out there. And the, uh, this particular show is at uh, uh, the Cal Expo there in Sacramento. It runs January 16 to 19. After that, the Houston Safari Club, you know, not to be outdone by Dallas. You know, Houston's got a really big safari club uh, uh, group of its own, and they have their own convention, and it's it's in Houston, uh, January 24 to 26. Now, here's, here's one that's coming up that's for anybody and everybody, and especially if you live east of the Mississippi, you can get there. The Great American Outdoor Show. Now, this is held in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and it runs for 10 days. This is February 1st through the 9th, and I mean anything and everything that has to do with wing shooting, clay shooting, big game hunting, um, waterfowl, you name it, you can find it at that show. They have a you know, huge number of, of great speakers and seminars and, and things like that. Uh, you know, by all means, check that out if you're in the area. And then, you know, finally, uh, the Safari Club International, you know, uh, February 5th through the 8th. Now, they, uh, you know, we start talking about Safari Club and everybody says, oh, gosh, that is nothing but big game and African hunting and things like that. Well, if you haven't been keeping up with things, you don't know that Safari Club now has a wing shooting program that they've got out there. And uh, it's called the Game Birds of the World. Uh, it's a series of, of slams, if you will, for uh, you know, all of the different um, uh, game birds found in different regions of the world. And, you know, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, if you go out and get some of those, you you have really uh, you have really put in a day's work. I can promise you that. But, um, you know, Safari Club International Convention, they have a wing shooting um section now and it is full of of uh, all sorts of um of outfitters and booking agents and things like that so if you're looking at, at uh, trying to find a great place to go shoot birds around the world this is a remarkable way to go do it um february 5th through the 8th in reno nevada and um it's always a great time out there and reno's a beautiful little town that uh not quite as crazy as Las Vegas, but the Safari Club goes in there, and believe me, they uh, they take it over. Now, <clears throat> something else I, I kind of came across, and um, for those of you who are competition clay shooters, you may know of this because you get emails and things like that. You know, there's a, um, uh, a series of uh, college scholarships available uh, through National Skeet, National Sporting Clays, and... Um, you know, it's $2,500, there are four of them, so that's a $10,000 total. But there'll be four people selected to receive these $2,500 scholarships. Now, you know, the prerequisite is you've got to graduate from high school, obviously, and, and, and then be enrolled in a four-year college program. And they take a look at all sorts of things. Got a little essay to do and things of that nature, but um, uh, you can check that out. Um, 
at uh, www.mynsca.com. You go there and you'll, you'll be able to uh, to access the information on the scholarships. Now, let's talk a little bit about what's going on competitively because there's a, there's a lot. I mean, we there is a, a huge amount of competition coming up um, in 2020 and some really huge events. Um, in the skeet shooting, we've got the Blosser Skeet Championship coming up. We've got the Kriegoff Masters. Uh, Blosser Skeet is in March. The Kriegoff Masters is in April and early May. Then you get into into uh, July. It's uh, the Junior World Skeet, and then the, the Mini World and World Skeet Championships at the end of October into oh excuse me the end of September, and into October out in San Antonio. Uh, again. Um, MyNSSA.com will guide you to that, but you know these are these are competitions that a lot of people. I mean, hundreds, if not thousands, of people show up to shoot in these things, and and um, they just absolutely uh, you know take the town over when that happens. Um, sporting clays events, my gosh, you know I um I went to MyNSCA.com and took a look around there, and you know when you pull up events that are coming up, it's it's almost eye-opening, if you will, because there are so many big shoots now, you know, where, you know, when I got started in, in uh, competitive sporting clays back in the late 80s, there just weren't that many events, but my goodness, I mean, now uh, it, it's 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 everywhere. Um, I can't go across, the, across my desk here and pick up every one of these uh, uh, sheets of paper that have these events in, on it. But I will tell you that, uh, you know, there's some things coming up here early. Uh, the Caribbean Classic, uh, the Gator Cup, uh, the DU Continental Shoot, the Seminole Cup, you know, all of those are heavily attended. Um, the Caribbean and the Gator are both in Florida. The, the uh, DU event is out in uh, at Clark County Shooting Complex, place I designed the sporting clays courses out there. And, um, you know, the Gator Cup is uh, is at Quail Creek. I, you know, designed that, the first course there. So, you know, I'm familiar with, with these places. And um, they put on great, great, great events. But one of the things that NSCA is doing, they've actually changed um, some things here. I, I don't know if many of you have heard, but, you know, the National Sporting Clays Association and the FITASC people, you know, which is an international clays where you don't, you aren't allowed to, to pre-mount your gun. Um, they had got in a little bit of a riff over, uh, over some things and, and, uh, FITASC had, um, from what I hear had, had, uh, pretty significantly increased the price points of, uh, of their shoots and, uh, you know, and, and so, you know, our folks over here decided they didn't particularly like that. And and uh, so for 2020, the uh, National Sporting Claims Association has its own FITASC Grand Slam Tour, if you will. That's what they call it. And, uh, you know, we've got these events. They start in April at uh, out in Arizona at Coyote Springs. Uh, that's the BNP FITASC Slam Um They've got one at the Northeast Regional um, over at Anthony Matarese's place at M&M Sporting Clays in New Jersey. That'll be in May. Uh, the South Central Regional uh, down at the Greater Houston Sports Club. Um, gosh, I, you know, I designed the first clay course there, too. And what a great facility that is. Uh, that's early September, you know, right around uh, Labor Day. And, um, and then they'll have um, one that's tied to the uh, National 
uh, sporting class championship in San Antonio, uh, October 17 to 25. Now, and, and what they're doing here is that, you know, each one of these winners, every class winner gets a really nice ring, uh, not a trophy. You get a ring that you can wear if you want to wear rings. And then at, uh, you know, when we get to the, um, to the finals, you know, they've got a, a, a very special ring for, um, for all of those things, and then a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, the champions will be determined by the, the three best scores because everybody, you know, you might not be able to make all four of them, but if you can make three, you're in pretty good shape. So, you know, there, I mean, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot to be said there. Um, you know, the the 2020 NSCA Championship Tour, uh, which is a whole bunch of regional championships, uh, that starts in March, ends in early October. The World English this year. Uh, which was in uh, Illinois this past year at uh, Northbrook. Uh, this year is at the E.J. Churchill Shooting Grounds over in England uh, from um, June the 8th to the 14th. And, uh, you know, the, this event alternates from country to country. Now, you know, and uh, and then the um, the World FITAS, that's actually coming up at Providence Hill Farm in Jackson, Mississippi, July 15 to 19. So that world championship is coming to America again, and I can promise you that is a serious, serious event. Uh, in Trap, uh, www.shootata, the Grand American, is going to be coming up, uh, you know, late July and early August with the uh, AIM event and then the, the Grand American itself, 121 years of that event. So, folks, that's about what's going on. And, you know, I can't believe it. I'm already up on my first break, and I'm going to take that right now. When we come back, we're going to we're going to visit uh, some of the shows that we did this past year and talk about some of the great guests that we've had. And uh, if you stay tuned, Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want to play the ponies and win? At Winning Ponies, we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, and handicappers. The Winning Ponies Radio Show with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Catch us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Win prizes just for calling in. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. 
the Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are. And uh, hey, folks, I really I appreciate you uh, hopefully listening through that first segment. I mean, most of the time, I've got a ton of events that I want to tell people about, because quite frankly, you know, uh, a lot of this listening audience, uh, you know, gets into that in a big way. And I, uh, I certainly don't want to, uh, to not let them know uh, when great events are going to be happening. So that's why I wanted to take a little bit of time and kind of tell you what's going on in 2020. But hey, before we get started in talking about uh, what went on here in 2019, and boy, have I got some really good stuff to talk about. Uh, for those of you who are social media folks, by all means, please go visit our show website. Uh, that's uh, wingandclayradio.com. Uh, if you are a Facebooker, as many of us are, facebook.com slash wingandclayradio. On Twitter, it's twitter.com slash wingclaynation. And on Instagram, it's instagram.com slash wingandclayradio. And um, before we get going in here, this next segment that I'm going to do is brought to you my good, by my good friends over at Negrini, finest gun cases in the world. You know, I'm getting ready to take a trip here uh, in about a week. I'm heading out to uh, Oklahoma to hunt some ducks with my good friends, uh, you know, from, from Masio Camo. And uh, believe me, I'm going to have my very valuable guns parked right inside of mine the greeny cases uh you know I, why would i do that because those cases as beautiful as they are, are absolutely as strong as aluminum they they even do what they call a a bumper crash test so i mean they're banging these things around a lot worse than any air, airport baggage handler can do and uh you know Negrini been making cases for well let's see i think the number's somewhere around 35 years now and if and if you've got a nice shotgun Negrini probably made the case that it came in but they've got some custom stuff that's absolutely breathtakingly beautiful uh, and as i say very strong beautiful on the inside the upholstery the different colors is magnificent um leather trim you got some beautiful italian leather trim uh, in um, just absolutely remarkable, remarkable cases. So do yourself a favor. Go check them out in thegreenycases.com. I think if you uh, think if you do that, you'll be very happy with uh, uh, with that little visit. And they've got some things to fit just about any shotgun or rifle or handgun. And then they've got some other accessory cases, too. So thegreenycases.com. Go check them out for me. Okay, let's talk a little bit about 2019. You know, when I first came up with the idea of doing this show, um, I did it because I wanted 
to give back a little bit if I could. You know, there's so much misinformation out there, especially with social media. I mean, my gosh, you don't have to uh, have any credibility whatsoever to put something on uh, on, on a social media post. And, and uh, you know, the sad part about that is sometimes people believe it. So I wanted to... Um, I wanted to, to to do a show where I could bring in a, a series of guests that were true experts in their field. And I mean, these are folks that, uh, you know, when it comes out of their mouth, you can bet it's gospel because uh, they've been there, done it, experienced it, uh, developed it, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, it, this is the real stuff. And, you know, when I wanted to, to start this show, I couldn't think of anybody any better to have as my first guest and my old Shotgun Journal TV partner, Bruce Scott. You know, Bruce's company uh, is the largest producer of shotgun hunting and clay target videos in the world. And um, I met Bruce out in Cody, Wyoming. Uh, you know, I at the time was, was a shooting pro on ESPN for a an outdoor show called Suzuki's Great Outdoors. And, uh, you know, it was... Um, Sports stars, and they would they would have their <clears throat> their sport celebrity friends and movie star people, and um, uh, you know the uh, country western people, and uh, you know just I mean really celebrities from from every walk of life as as their guests, and um, you know I wound up you know being a part of that show uh, because they wanted somebody with with some expertise, and uh, we happened to be out at the uh, uh, Cody firearms complex they were doing a uh, what they at that time called a uh, celebrity shootout uh, fundraiser that they were doing and i met a bunch of really cool guys you know uh, um you know the and people that you see in movies and things like that and they're, and they're just regular guys you know that's the thing i mean you get them you get them out on the gun range and believe me they uh, uh they're just regular folks and uh, and you know we've we've over the years, have, have maintained friendships that uh, that I'm really happy to have. But uh, I met Bruce there, and we started talking about doing some TV. And uh, you know, even he, he and his son Richard were starting out uh, shooting videos. And and the next thing I know, we're doing a pilot for the Outdoor Life Network, which um, you know came online in the late 1990s. And uh, we came up with a show concept called Shotgun Journal, and um, and that show was designed to take the viewer to great places around the world that they may or may not be able to go to themselves. Uh, and we went to places, Argentina, Bolivia, Uruguay, South America, Spain, Hungary, Germany, England, Canada. I mean, we went all over the world. And, you know, that uh, that show, you know, primarily allowed me to, you know, to harvest well over a hundred thousand game birds in my lifetime and um, you know but more than that it allowed us to bring those experience experiences into millions and millions of viewers homes and you know we always tried to keep that show entertaining but we wanted it to be educational too and that's a big part of it so you know and, and with limited exception, every show that we did was 100% wild birds. And that was something that Bruce and I said we wanted to do. Well, you know, unfortunately, Bruce had a lot of health issues and uh, you know, went through multiple bouts of cancer. I mean, everything from his lungs to his to his brain to, I mean, just about every place you could have some type of cancer, you know, Bruce, for whatever reason, wound up with that. And he fought it and fought it and fought it. And, 
you know, the doctors told him he wouldn't live five years. Well, I think it's about 15 years later, he finally passed, early, you know, a few months ago here in, in 2019. And I really miss that guy because uh, he was one of the real deals. And, uh, you know, he was a big push to, to get me to do this show. And, uh, you know, and, and a big part of this is getting people to go at least try it. You know, uh, the big thing right now is, from what we hear, uh, the number of hunters is on decline, uh, not as many as, as what there were some years ago. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit as to why that might be the case, but that, that seems to be true. But the good news is there are more people shooting clay targets these days than ever in history. And that is primarily driven by the ladies' market and the youth market. Now, I don't know if you've if you've uh, seen this or not, but boy, you go to uh, go to a lot of gun clubs, and and there are a lot of kids shooting. And uh, I know down here in the South, you, you know, my gun club in Savannah, uh, it's not uncommon to to see events out there where they've got you know 150, 250 youth shooters. I'm talking about junior high and high school kids, and these are the future. These are the future of of the sport. And uh, you know, shortly after I had. Bruce on, uh, a good buddy of mine who lives up in Indiana, Jim Dunn. Well, Jim Dunn is um, uh, is a guy whose heart's in the right place when it comes to kids shooting, and this is a big part of of of, of how he wants to live his life. And so he is on the Midway USA Foundation Board of Directors. Now, for those of you who don't know about the Midway USA Foundation, and and you should know. Um, it, it is a foundation that is set up for, you know, Larry and Brenda Potterfield, who own Midway USA. What they do is they have they have set aside millions of dollars. I think there's, you know, over $150 million in, in endowments in, you know, you know, in this endowment now. And, um, you know, they have they, they help fund shooting teams, youth shooting teams. And these kids... Uh, you know, they've got to have skin in the game now. They're not just handing out money. I mean, what they're doing, they're doing matching funds and things like that. But I, I read somewhere where I think, uh, you know, every month, another $120,000 from the Potterfields goes into this foundation or goes into this endowment. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I know, the, um, uh, you know, this this year they, they distributed uh, to almost 3,000 teams around the country. This is high school and junior high and all of that, uh, just under $2 million. So when you think about that, uh, you, you know, it, uh, shooting's expensive, folks. I mean, those of you who do it know that it's expensive. I mean, every time you pull the trigger and hear a bang, uh, there's, there's an expense there. Every target that comes off a machine, there's an expense there. And then there's a the travel and and, uh, and and all of those things to go with it. So uh, Midway USA, uh, what a... What a great organization, and, uh, you know, my buddy Jim Dunn is, a, is an integral part of uh, what they do, and, you know, can't thank them enough. If you want to know more about Midway USA, check them out, MidwayUSAFoundation.org. Now, you know, sticking with the kids, you know, I had um, Sean Dillery, uh, who was the head coach at Lindenwood University over uh, near St. Louis uh, in Lindenwood um, has a shooting program, a clay target shooting program. I think they won like 15 of the last 16 national championships collegiately. So they're, you know, they're, they're pretty serious about it. And, and Sean was a coach there. Now he has since 
left Lindenwood since I had him on the show as the coach at Lindenwood. And then all of a sudden, I uh, come to find out he's moved to uh, uh, an organization, organization called ACUI, which is the uh, NCAA sanctioning body, if you will, for shooting, for play target shooting. And, uh, you know, Sean is, is now moved up to Indianapolis. That's where that's headquartered. And, <clears throat> you know, he's making some changes. Uh, you know, they, they, they used to not do individual champions, and now they're doing individual champions. So uh, individual national champions, they're going to recognize them. So, you know, that's something that's coming up uh, through the college championships this, uh, this year. The national championship is in San Antonio at the end of March. And there will be well over 100 colleges and universities there. Um, if you have a favorite college or university, why don't you ask them, have they got a shotgun program? Because many of them do, and you may not know about it. So uh, it's a great opportunity out there for, for young kids. I know I'm involved in getting getting this one cranked up at my, my school, Georgia Southern University in Statesboro. I mean, we're, uh, we're, we've, we're taking our first competition crew um, uh, to a regional event, uh, you know, here in February. So... Uh, that, that's that's something that's going to be absolutely great. You know, also I had on John Nelson. John Nelson's the head of the USA High School Clay Target Lead. My gosh, we would have never thought about that. You know, when I was a kid, I would give anything to have been able to shoot uh, clays as a varsity sport, if you will. I mean, look at the state of Minnesota. Minnesota alone has 14,000 junior high and high school kids in the Clay Target program. I mean, that is mind-blowing. And the Minnesota State High School trap shoot has 8,500 kids that participate in that, that compete in that. That's the largest clay target event in the world. And just imagine that it's all kids, 17, 18 years old and under. I mean, folks, that's real. That's that's what we need to, to continue moving forward with uh, for those of us who love the shooting sports you know it's inherent uh, inherent upon us to uh, to make sure that we leave it better and this is one way to do it uh, these these high school shooting programs you know tens of millions of rounds of ammunition fired and not one accident now let that sink in not one accident tens of millions of rounds of ammunition you know and we got we, we kind of uh, didn't do just things about kids. I mean, we uh, uh, we had pro shooters. I, you know, a lot of guys want to hear from these professional shooters. I've uh, fortunate enough to uh, to know all of these guys, and you know, I've spent time around them in, in my career over the years. But we had we had great guys. We had Wendell Cherry. We had Brad Kidd Jr., Bill McGuire, Scotty Robertson, John Kruger, Mr. Sporting Clays, Pat Litsky, and Corey Cruz. Had Corey right after he won the World English Championship. Those guys just provided such great insight into how they get it done. And, you know, those kind of things are, are just absolutely magical. Um, you know, we had some shooting instructors on. I had uh, Elizabeth Lanier Fennell, who, who uh, now works with her husband, uh, Will Fennell, in the Fennell Shooting School. But uh, Elizabeth founded an organization called GRITS, Girls Really Into Shooting. Now, you know, that's real stuff. I mean— 
you know, go Google that. The girl's really into shooting grits, and, and you will be surprised because there's a real opportunity there for, uh, for you ladies to get involved in shooting. I had Dan Schindler. Now, Dan's not a competitive shooter anymore. He, he runs a, a shooting school called the Paragon School of Sporting. I had Dan on a couple of times. <clears throat> Got to have a lot of insight. I mean, really, really, really good insight as to, uh, uh, you know, how to get things done. And then I had Mike McAlpine. You know, Mike is, uh, you know, be, used to be the chief instructor for National Sporting Clays. He's, he's probably one of the finest target setters found anywhere in the world. And Mike Mike shared just a whole bunch of information, you know, about about target difficulty and, and things of, of that nature. And then, and then we brought in... You know, gun clubs and gun club owners and things like that, and uh, and we talked about all of those wonderful things, and and uh, these guys really know how to how to to do it. Uh, you know, we had uh, Brett Siebert from Northbrook who was having the World English at the time, and 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 let me remind everybody, you know, they had a world record longest clay ever shot with a clay target load. Now this is interesting, they had, and they had a dozen or so people that were automatically qualified because they were national champions. And then they had a qualifier where people, anybody could come in and shoot. And those who hit the target moved into that qualifying round. Well, of all things, a lady from Italy qualified. And darn if she didn't shoot a target at 106 yards and become the world record holder, Guinness Book of World Records was on site. They certified her as a world record holder. And, you know, I took a look at how she shot in the competition. She broke 50%. Now, that just goes to show you, you know, anybody at any, you know, any time can make it happen. 106 yards with a clay target. Hey, folks, we're up on another break. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the shows, and then we're going to get into some real background on the on the future of the wing and clay industry you know here in this country and around the world stay tuned wing and clay nation will be right back after these messages Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety channel. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are. You know, we're having a great time kind of reminiscing what happened in 2019 and my gosh, I mean, I had so many great shows, and I and I, I I could literally sit here for hours and talk about each and every one of them. Obviously, we we don't have time, the time to to do that, but I will tell you this: uh, I, I don't want you to forget this. You can you can go to my website wingandclayradio.com, and you can go to the voiceamerica.com website, and. This, they, you can get taken to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation radio show. And once you get on the show page or on, on my personal website for the uh, for the show, it's 24-7 on demand, folks. I mean, every one of these shows that I'm talking about, if you happen to miss it, you can go right there and access it. And don't forget, not only can you find it on the Internet, if you are a podcast listener, and a lot of people will talk to me and call my show a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's a live radio show. But we do syndicate it to podcast about 24 hours after the, each show airs live. It goes to the biggest and the best podcast sites. iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and now iHeartRadio's podcast. So there are no reason that you can't listen to each and every one of these shows. And I can promise you, if you are a wing and clay shooter, you're going to find some shows that will be of interest to you. Now, let's go back to um, talking about some of the shows. You know, we uh, we have some great outfitters. And I'm, I mean, my gosh, what... What a great bunch of guys. And a lot of these people I've actually been hunting with, so it's real easy for me to, to talk about them. And when I'd have them on the show, we had things that we could talk about. But, I, you know, I want to lead off to you because one of these outfitters uh, called me and, and all of a sudden became a sponsor partner of this show. And, um, you know, the segment we're getting ready to do is brought to you by my good friends at Etowah Valley Game Preserve and Etowah Valley Sporting Clays in Dawsonville, Georgia. Now, we've just finished up Christmas, and hopefully some of you got Christmas presents or gave Christmas presents. I, you know, I've kind of suggested this, that you could, could give gift, gift cards to go to Etowah Valley Game Preserve and shoot some birds, and, and I hope that you did that. So uh, let me remind everybody, this is a place, they've got a feathers and clays program, that you can go shoot clays and birds in one day, you can take your own dog. And that is that is so important because a lot of people have hunting dogs, you know, pointing dogs and flushing dogs, and really no place to go. But uh, at Etowah Valley Game Preserve, you can bring your own dog. And all you've got to do is just go to their website, etowahvalleygamepreserve.com, and, uh, you know, go in there and kind of look around and pick and choose uh, the program that you want. And, uh, you know, get in touch with uh, with Philip 
Becker there, and you will be in business. Etowah Valley Game Preserve. Uh, you can get gift cards that will last. Uh, the season runs until the end of March, so we've still got plenty of time for you to go enjoy this place. So if you're in Metro Atlanta or planning a trip down that way, this is only about an hour north of, of uh, Metro Atlanta and I, or the Atlanta city limits, actually, and believe me, you will have a blast. But talking about outfitters, my gosh, I am... Um, <clears throat> You know, I had a lot of waterfowl guys because I am an avid waterfowl hunter. You know, I had Mike Holman from Saskatoon Waterfowl Adventures. Now, talking about Canada, you know, when you go up to Canada, that is a whole different ball game from what we have down here in the in the states. And the big reason for that is most of the birds have never seen a human. I mean, you you, you know, it, so everybody talks about how easy they think it is to decoy birds in Canada. Well, you know. Perhaps it's easier than it is after they've uh, they've been shot at all the way in their migration down to uh, the southern part of the country. But uh, but you know it it's a pretty remarkable spectacle because you see all of the birds staging there, and um, you know it's not uncommon to uh, I, I don't know I went one time went over to uh, the Quill Lakes uh, region uh, you know up in Saskatchewan, and they told me that there were upwards of a million snow geese on that lake. And believe me, they were right because it was it was remarkable what I saw. You know, I had Drew Drew Keith from Honeybreak Lodge down in Louisiana. You know, they've got their own television show that a lot of people watch, and uh, uh, another great place. I mean, it's the largest uh, wetlands uh, pre- wetland preservation contract in in the country. It's the largest duck fund limited. Uh, Protected area, I say protected. You can you can hunt there, obviously, but uh, you know they they are doing their thing, you know, for habitat and for the birds. And uh, what a great place that is. You know, Gary Harpole from up at Harpole's Heartland Lodge. A lot of folks know about that for great deer hunting, and it does have great deer hunting. Make no mistake. But they also have remarkable duck and geese hunting. I mean, I had one of the best duck hunts I've ever had in my life. And, you know, it was kind of cool to sit there and, uh, you know, have them cook breakfast for you in the blind. And the next thing you know, we uh, we we were doing television, so we hung around a little bit longer. And they said, uh, you're going to miss lo- uh, lunch at the lodge. Do you like pizza? So the next thing I know, here comes a guy bringing a, a, a pizza delivery truck, you know, walking across the the, uh, this flooded cornfield with an armload of pizzas. I mean, it was, it was absolutely crazy. And then I went up uh, to see my buddy Tom Cornicelli up on, in Long Island, New York. Now, can you imagine great duck and goose hunting in the shadow of New York City? Well, Tom owns a company called Back Bay Outfitters, and I can promise you he's as good as they get. I mean, we, we shot limits of Canada geese every day. And it was just truly remarkable. You know, I had my buddy Vandy Collins, the the, the, the dub czar. Now, go figure that. I mean, you know, this guy knows more about setting up dove fields and, and uh, managing dove hunts probably than anybody in the country. And that show would be very, very informative to people that are are, um, are setting up dove fields and, uh, you know, have dove clubs and things like that. 
And when it comes to upland birds, there's nobody better than Jeff Oaks, Flint Oak in Kansas. What a remarkable place that is. And, you know, I went there when Bruce and I was doing shotgun journaling. We went there a couple of times. And, uh, you know, I've been going there since the early 1990s. So uh, what a great place. And it keeps getting bigger and better. Now they've they've got more lodging and more restaurants and all of that kind of stuff. But the bird shooting there is phenomenal. And, you know, my buddy Charles Petty down in Arkansas, you know, I was just in Arkansas judging the World Duck Calling Championship. And um, the bird shooting, the duck shooting has been really, really good up there. And, uh, you know, Charles is is a guy, you know, I had him on the show and we talked about duck calling. I mean, he's a, a, a two-time senior world duck calling champion, uh, you know, one of the very best. And uh, this guy actually qualified for the World Duck Calling Championship 25 years in a row. That's an all-time record. So, you know, those, those kind of shows are just phenomenal. I had my buddy Jack Cassidy. He bought a, a plantation down in South Carolina. And, uh, you know, he's he's turning that thing into a wonderful personal piece of property. And for those of you who have land and enjoy doing your own thing, that show with Jack Cassidy would be great for you because uh, we had long talks about about what he's doing, and I promise you, what he's doing is is the right thing. Uh, and he just also he, uh, Jack was the head of the Boomer Osias and Charity Shoot also up in uh, in Ohio. Uh, they raised over six million dollars for cystic fibrosis research over the years, and you know Jack's now moved south and and uh, they're not doing that shoot anymore. But when he was up there, you know, great things were happening. You know, I had my buddy John Wiles on. John Wiles is a uh, uh, best wing shooting. If you you ever want to travel around the world, I did a couple of shows with John, and I'm telling you, he could tell you all about how to hunt, how to travel, you know, everything you can expect when you go out of the country. Because believe me, when you go out of the country, it's a different animal. Um, I had my bud Chris Grantham, Clark's Plot Nutrients. You know, uh, wow, what a you know what a great. Uh, great show that was we a lot of us do our own food plots we plant our own stuff and uh you know chris was just phenomenal with the information that he provided for everybody uh steve lamboy you know a friend of mine used to work for uh, for realtree years ago um you know and, and uh, lamboy now is you know is, is the head guy that um, that handles um negrini cases from italy and uh just a just a huge amount of information same thing jack homer with electronic shooters protection one of my great sponsors and you know and and if 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 you're looking for some custom earplugs let me tell you something esp is the best electronic shooters protection that's espamerica.com you know i had jack on the show and he completely explained everything about about the, the progressive nature of hearing loss and and how how hearing protection works and protects the ears and things like that. But folks, if you've got an interest in hearing protection, go check out what Jack has to offer, ESPamerica.com. You know, I had Wayne Morgan from Morgan Optical about glasses. I had Terry Denman from Mojo Outdoors. And you know, everybody nowadays has got the spinning wing technology and all of those kind of things. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and Terry was a wealth of information. Jim Ronquist and Chris Hill and Kirk McCullough, all these duck call guys. And we just, I mean, we just went on and on and on about about duck calling techniques and duck hunting techniques and all of those types of things. Uh, most of us have hunting dogs. 
I had Wes Chester, uh, you know, Shady Acres Retrievers from here down in South Georgia. He's a retriever trainer, and he had such great inf- – he had information I'd never heard before. And then I brought in a guy, uh, Tom Roster. I know Tom Roster did two shows with me. I mean, the leading ballistics expert in the world for shotgun. And this guy – I mean, I had so many questions and so many comments and so many phone calls. And Tom Roster, you know, is a guy that, that provides information that you're not going to hear anywhere else. And believe me, when he says it, you can take it to the bank. We talked about Olympic bunker trap with Hank Garvey. We talked about insuring your firearms uh, with Brett Barker from Coastal Plains Outdoors over in South Carolina. I had Jason Beard from the KT team. This is a gentleman who's literally a paraplegic in a wheelchair. And he's got a foundation that is, is, is pulling together to take physically challenged individuals on hunts. And these are adults now, not necessarily kids. And, uh, and, and the stories were just absolutely great. And there was just so much that we could talk about and so many great things that, that we went through. And, you know, this morning of all things, I, you know, as I look and I think about the past and then I think about the future, you know, my wife brings me a, 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 a couple of videos and pictures. My grandsons, 10-year-old Brody is out with, a, uh, with his 20-gauge pump that I gave him uh, as a present, dove hunting. And he's holding a dove that he shot, and he's as happy as he can be. And then there's little 16-month-old Bo, who is, he's going to be a real sport now. And we'll be talking about him as he grows but he's walking around. He got a little Nerf gun in his hand, and of all things, he he doesn't talk all that well yet. But he knows how to say "boom" with that gun. So you know, the, the I guess the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and and uh, you know, it's great to see those young guys taking to it the way I took to it as a child. Because you know, when I got started, there were there weren't that many mentors out there. I mean, my dad took me. You know, so many of you that are older, like I am. I mean, I've been chasing birds now for uh, six decades. That's a little scary to think that it's been that long, but it, uh, it certainly has. And, um, you know, as we, as we look to the future of what's coming, um, the youth shooting, the lady shooting, those of us who are, are just learning the game and learning to enjoy it, and, uh, you know, I don't see anything but good coming. You know, don't pay attention to what everybody says about how bad it is in hunting stopping. Look, be responsible. Take somebody shooting. Vote responsibly. That's important. I want you to do your homework. Get the facts. There's a lot of stuff you see on media and and social media that's not true. Get your facts. You do that, and you're going to be a happy guy because you're making a difference. Folks, we're out of time. I appreciate you listening to this year-end show. Look forward to a great 2020. Be safe, shoot well, take somebody shooting, and we'll see you next time on Wing and Clay Nation Radio. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. 